Hi, friends. This is Ben Hodges from bhdrumacademy.com, and you are listening to the BH Drum Pod, the podcast that is for learning drums. Um, today, I'm going to be answering a question that I got from somebody who left a comment on one of my Facebook posts, actually about this podcast. Um, he said he was a big fan of the podcast, and uh, but he had a I, I asked him if there's any topics that he'd like me to discuss, and I'd I'd actually like to follow through with that today. Um, he was mentioning to me that he um, was having some difficulty bringing the same drummer from his practice place to his live setting, like a version of himself. He said he could play like a beast of a drummer when he's at home and practicing all by himself. And he feels like so confident with his drumming. But when he gets to live gigs and when he's playing uh, for performances or concerts in front of other people, he's a very different drummer. He seems very reserved and doesn't seem to be playing as well as, as he had in his practice space. And so he was asking me if I had any tips or suggestions about how to bring out um, this style of drummer, that this kind of version of yourself that yet you feel good about from in the practice room and bringing out to live setting. Um, and thank you for the question, by the way, I, I really do appreciate it. And for anybody who has questions, feel free to send them my way. I'd love to, love to hit it up. But, um, this is a, actually a very relevant topic for me. I, I often have, I have had this struggle before even myself. And, uh, I like to think of it as some kind of test that I have to write. Um, and I, I would spend all my time studying and studying and studying. And no matter what, no matter what I do, sometimes when I get up to that test and I see the paper in front of me, I just kind of blank or I have, I get too nervous and I have a little bit of, uh, anxious test writing thoughts that come in my mind. And, and I leave the place thinking that I did a terrible job, but in reality, I did, I did fine, or I did, I guess, um, satisfactory marks, um, in, according to what the, the test was, but I really wanted to just crush that test from, from start to finish. And that's the way I, I was perceiving this question is, um, uh, you pro- we try and we practice so, so hard in order to kind of reach this goal of being able to perform in front of other people. And when we get to that moment, uh, it's, we, we are so nervous and we get so anxious about it. Um, and we kind of have these feelings that come up that, that really inhibit us. Um, but that being said, I do have some suggestions of, of how to kind of release the beast, as you could say, of, of the drummer, then ex- execute your, your drumming that you've been practicing really, really hard on. Um, so I have kind of three areas that I like to focus on uh, to answer this question. Um, one happens before we start to play the show. One happens during while we're playing. And the other is after we're done playing. So I'd like to start with the before, um, before playing. And this can maybe happen during your practice time, but it also can happen in the moments leading right up to the show or the day of, uh, you're playing a gig or a live concert. Um, I think a really big part of being able to play in any band is to make sure that you're a good team player. And what that means is, And what that means for you as a drummer is to make sure that you have your bases covered. Your checklist is all complete and you are prepared. You are very, very prepared for what's about to happen. So that means that 
um, before even the show happens, some things that you you need to review is um, is review what your play plan is. Like, what's your role in this in this band, or what's your role when you're playing this set? What's your role? Are are you supposed to be the flashy drummer and stick out like Neil Peart or Travis Barker, or are you supposed to be the type of drummer that's just executing the song, start to finish, follow the plan, keep it simple? What is your role? So review what your play plan is. That's what I call it about my, my play plan. Uh, reviewing the song structures. If you are really really nervous about uh, and worried about missing certain parts or forgetting certain things. Um, reviewing the song structures is really good as well. One way I like to do that is on the way on my drive to the shows, I'll listen to the set, um, on my, I make a little playlist of all the songs I'm going to be playing. And I, I listen to them over and over again. And I kind of anticipate the next section coming up. So reviewing the song structure. I think it's also very important that you need to know the song very, very, very well. Um, and it's, that's, that's being prepared and that's kind of an obvious one, but, um, it's not really a good thing in my opinion is to going to a a scenario that you don't, you aren't prepared for, but like you don't know the songs very, very well. Um, especially the kick pattern, the kick pattern is definitely probably the most important in my eyes because that's going to be matching the rhythm instruments and their strum patterns as well. So if you're not pulling your weight of the of the songs, the, the concert might not go super, super well. So knowing those songs um, very, very confidently, uh, inside, ins and outs, song structure, tempo, and especially the kick pattern, that's definitely a great thing to uh, to make sure you, you have to be prepared. Um, and before we can get to playing as well, um, another thing you need to make sure we're ready to make sure we can execute the best plan of your play plan is to make sure you warmed up, warm up your hands, your body, even your brain, warm up yourself so that you are ready to go and you're ready to explode out, uh, with all systems go all parts of your being and of your body, even the fingertips from fingertips all the way to your brain and to the tips of your toes should all be ready to go. Um, doing a drum warm up, even doing some rudiments, for example, um, I've seen, seen people do like push-ups or jumping jacks or some stretches, uh, whatever it might be, but, uh, give yourself a good drumming warm-up. Uh, I have some suggestions for you of what warm-ups to do as well on my website of, uh, some drumming warm-ups. Um, another thing you can do before you get going as well is to fire your, fire your energy up, it, listening to a pump-up song, um, a song that really fires up your drumming brain. It, it makes you feel very confident. Um, it's a song that maybe, you know, super, super well, um, with, with your drumming, um, it's a song that you can maybe air drum to, or you you feel like, you know, like the back of your hand. Um, I have a few songs that I play, um, uh, constantly in, um, in my kind of my headphones before I get onto the stage. Uh, and it's a way for me to really kind of set, set the mood, set my morale in the, my, put my head in the right space. Uh, and go so I can go onto the stage feeling very, very confident. Uh, another thing that um, you might want to be pay attention to as well, and this is kind of more of a uh, a physical thing, is just the setup of of your drum kit too. Um, often when we are, it, it's it's fine if we're bringing your own drum kit and you know how everything operates, but sometimes we have to use that house drum kit, and it's a little. 
weird. It's a little weird to use. So uh, maybe analyzing the setup of your drum kit and how that will operate and uh, what it's what your bare minimums are. What I like to do is I like to, as I'm setting up a, a house kit, if, it's, if I'm not using my own drums, if I'm using someone else's drum kit, um, I often will set up what I think is right, but then I'll sit on the, sit on the chair and I'll close my eyes and I'll try to reach for a certain drum. And I usually will follow where my head and my heart will want to bring my hands. So making sure that they're in the right place. Um, that's a reason I say that, and this is kind of like a weird one to think, well, why was that have to do with um, making sure you're executing good drums? Well, it, reason being is because you can have more successful hits. And if your drums are set up in the right position ergonomically and it feels good, it, especially if you're drumming, playing drums that feel good, sound good, uh, you're going to think good too, and you're going to be able to be confident. So that's why I say that. Uh, I also suggest to make sure you limit um, your alcohol and drugs and even your energy drinks before um, before you show. Unless, of course, if you've, but I mean, I'm not your, I'm not your mother, I'm not your father, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you what not to do. Um, but I, I suggest to just limit it as well because those can be deterrents from uh, it can alter your judgment about how you're playing and how you're thinking um, for your show plan. So just be just be aware of that um, as you go. Now, that's all the preparation to do before the show happens. And this is all stuff that will take care of itself and will allow you to be more confident and basically remove any of the excuses you have before you get to play. So now let's talk about what you can do while you're playing, while you're playing. So you get up onto that stage and probably the first thing you'll do is look out and see what you can see around you. Um, you can see what the stage is. You can see where the lights are. You can even see what the crowd is. I played in some crowds of lots of crowds from, from thousands of people to tens of people. And once upon a time, I was even played in a room full of two people. And, uh, no matter what, it always worked out for me because I always went into the mentality that, um, all playing is helping towards the better drummer than I want to be. So, um, we try not to read too much off of the crowd. Um, and when you're going into the, into the, onto the stage, you're not changing your plan or your drumming plan does not involve the crowd. It doesn't involve the crowd at all. It doesn't involve you uh, going and talking to the crowd, playing with the crowd and playing according to how big the crowd is or how responsive the crowd is. That is nothing to do with that. Your play plan is all about the drums. So we have to be able to ignore the crowd as much as possible, okay? Especially in the drummer's role. Chances are many drummers are not the type of people who are going to be up front and rah-rah, get the crowd going sort of thing. If that is part of your plan, like you're trying to get the crowd to clap along, then so be it. Make it part of your plan. Um, but for the most part, um, try to ignore the crowd because that can be stimulus that takes away from the executing your plan. Another thing you can do is to focus on your bandmates and try to read cues off of your bandmates and, and control what you can control. So you can see what your bandmates are doing. You can see the, the head nods. You can see the dips of the guitars. You can see kind of what they're playing and you can focus on your bandmates. Remember you are working together as a team. It is not them just do their job and you do your job. All pieces will add up to make a band. 
So if you can focus on your bandmates and control what you can control as your piece of the puzzle, uh, you will play, you will play excellent, excellent as well. And that's what it means by executing the plan. Um, one more, th- one more thing as well is to play very loose without any tension. And it's easier to be said than done. But uh, when we get nervous, we tend to grip the drumsticks a little tighter. We tend to keep things a little smaller. We tend to flex our bicep or our tricep and, and it allows our elbows not to move as much. So keeping loose, breathing, getting fresh oxygen in as you play is all very, very important. Try not to hold your breath while you play. That's, that's a big one. That's a big one. Try not to hold your breath. Your body needs oxygen. Oxygen is your fuel, and that's your fuel to stay loose. So be loose, breathe, be without tension, okay? Um, because after all, the goal of that of your performance is not necessarily to be the best drummer in the world. It's, it's really not. It's really not the, the goal of that particular show. Maybe that's your long-term goal of, I want to be the best drummer in the world. Of course, we all do. So do I. Um, but the goal of that particular hour, one hour performance or how many songs or how long your performance is, the goal is not to be the best in the world. Your goal is to put on a good show and to execute your plan, execute your team plan, your play plan. Okay. Execute, execute, execute. That's all it is. You got to execute your plan. Okay. And you can leave home. You can, sorry, you can leave the show and go home, have a good night's sleep, knowing that you executed your plan very, very well. Lastly, after the show is done, and this is the third element I was talking about, is is, uh, how to kind of some things to do to execute drumming after you play. So this is kind of like some aftercare that will set up your um, confidence level for the next time that you play and for the the future you, is um, giving gratitude. Giving gratitude to your bandmates, giving gratitude to yourself, giving gratitude even to the fans that are around you, like the ones who come to see you and watch you play and paid their paid their money for tickets or bought some merch. Interact, talk with them, interact with them. It will really help you get out of your shell, out of your comfort, comfort zone, and it will set you up for next time. Giving yourself gratitude is going to give you a good confidence boost. Whether you really believe it or not in your mind of, Hey, I think I really did good or I really didn't. I, if you really thought you did bad and you're like, I don't deserve gratitude, give it. Definitely get some gratitude and I get it from other bandmates and fans as well because that's going to make you all the warm, fuzzy dopamine feelings that come in through the gratitude is really going to help you feel more confident. The way I like to think of it is like public speaking. The first time you uh, someone goes public speaking, uh, they're terrified. They're terrified, stage fright. They're worried about what are people doing? What are people saying about me? What are people looking at? Oh my gosh, what's going on? Uh, all these thoughts go rolling through the head. But the more and the more you do it and the feedback that you get from whether the crowd, positive, the gratitude that you get and giving yourself gratitude, it's been proven to really, really help with your self-confidence and self-esteem while playing. And that's really what the heart of this issue is, is where the drummer that you get from practice is not coming out to play is, is the self-esteem and self-confidence that it doesn't want to show itself 
in front of other people because you're afraid maybe one one element that could happen is get the feedback that you're not getting or not the gratitude that you're not getting or giving. Uh, and that's a really big, important part of being able to create that, that version of yourself to execute. So I really would recommend get out there, celebrate with your bandmates um, after a great show, give gratitude, talk to each other. It builds connectiveness. It builds, uh, it builds trust. It builds self-esteem and self-confidence for sure, 100%. So I hope this has been helpful. Uh, and for any of you who are looking to kind of um, release the beast of the drumming, I hope you've this you found something useful in here. If you have any personal questions or anything in particular that's really... Um, that you think would be a really great topic to talk on in the BH Jump Pod, please let me know and reach out. Um, you can find me on Instagram and at the BH Jump Academy, um, or you can find me on the website, bhjumpacademy.com. Send me an email, send me a message. I'd love to connect, chat and connect with you. And if you need ever help with your drumming, um, I'm offering online drum lessons, in-person drum lessons if you live here in Winnipeg, Manitoba. And uh, I also have some great instructional videos all available on Line. So I'd love to be able to see you and, and, and work with you. But until next time, get practicing and we'll talk to you soon.